0: Hey, my friends at AE Door and Window, number one, sponsor the podcast. And number two, have a spring celebration going on right now. Need a new front or back door? Provia entry doors right now are 20% off during this event. How about a garage door? Clopay, nothing but the best. 15% off right now. Or new windows? Windows from Provia, 25% off. Three windows or more. You can't beat that. The spring celebration going on at AE Door, where they sell the best and service the rest. Check them out online, e. com. Senator Rand Paul is standing by to talk about all things uh, senatorial. Of course, the big story being the uh, uh, the border bill slash Ukraine slash Israel funding and all that. Um, Senator Paul, good to have you back on the program. How you doing?
1: Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. All right, we'll start right there.
0: You were never a big fan of uh, sending money to Ukraine in the first place, so that would have been um, probably the number one reason you opposed this bill. Is that safe to say?
1: Well, we don't have any money is the number one reason. I mean, we have to borrow the money from China to send it to Ukraine. It makes no economic sense at all. We are $1.5 trillion in debt just for this year, this upcoming year, 34 trillion in debt overall. We don't have money to be sending to other countries, even if we wanted to. But the other thing that makes it even more appalling is we've got an invasion of a couple million people coming across the border and we're not doing anything about our border. You know, people like Senator McConnell are busy sending money to Ukraine but uh, don't seem to care enough to do anything about our border. and They put forward a fake border bill that wouldn't have done anything, and most of us are still fighting today in the Senate to try to actually secure our border first. Uh,
0: I guess I are about floating some amendments to the bill as it was. Do you know what the potential contents of those amendments would be? You
1: know, the thing is, is the... the Immigration bill that they put forward says that if 5,000 people a day come in, then we'll go to emergency measures. We won't stop the flow. We'll just stop the illegal crossings and we'll say, hey, if you want to come in uh, normally as a migrant, go to the ports. So as, as Murphy, Chris Murphy, who is the author of this, said the border never closes. So the, the bill is so fatally flawed that it actually is worse than the current law. What we should do is start and say that there's an emergency now. The last two months, over 300,000 people came in each month that we know of. So that's 700,000-some-odd people in two months. That's the emergency. There shouldn't be any trigger for an emergency. And really, it should just stop. We shouldn't have illegal immigration. We shouldn't have illegal migration. We shouldn't, have, uh, at, at this point, we shouldn't admit any more migrant asylums because we've admitted so many already. And so we should just stop. Now, that doesn't mean we don't have lawful immigration. I'm for lawful immigration. I have several bills to actually expand expand work-based immigration. I live in Bowling Green. we got a lot of good people. I say often that some of the best Americans just got here. Uh, They're great people, first-generation Americans that came lawfully. Let's do more of that. Let's don't But let's don't let millions of people just walk across the border laughing at us, some of them actually coming here intending to harm us.
0: Alright, right, we're on the same page with all of that. The 5,000 people a day at the border, from what I understand, that didn't mean we were letting them in. It meant if there were 5,000 contacts on average at the border, it would be declared too busy, and then the president has the power to close it. But it didn't mean those 5,000 people all got to come in, and I guess the uh, the asylum rule was going to change to make it much more difficult for anyone to claim asylum. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I'd just as soon shut the border, too. I'm just trying to get accurate as to what was in that bill.
1: Yeah. Essentially, it says that when you get to 5,000, the president shall do his job. But it never says that he closes the border. It says he shall close the places in between the, the uh, government ports. So if there's a portal of entry at El Paso and there's a portal of entry at, El, at Eagle Pass, in between those two is hundreds of miles. That's illegal crossing. They say that when you get to 5,000 a day, they'll try to uh, clamp down on the illegal crossing. But those people can still go to the ports. This is why Chris Murphy says that the border never closes. And that just frankly isn't good enough. It also takes the jurisdiction. When there are a migrant comes in, wants to sue our government, or wants to sue people for saying he has to go home, he gets to sue in D.C. court. I mean, of all things, to take the jurisdiction away from the local court that is seeing the you know the tens of thousands of people coming in that are overwhelming the local economy, those courts should decide this. It shouldn't be taken to a D.C. court, which is traditionally a liberal court. So there's all kinds of flaws. There's really so many fatal flaws in the bill that many of us think it's worse than the existing law. The existing law Trump used to control the border. The existing law biden has used not to control the border biden has repealed like 94 executive orders under trump that were controlling the border they just went to the supreme court last week to remove razor wire and cargo containers that were serving as a border so really they showed that they want the opposite of what we want and i think it would be sort of a a mistake to say oh here's a half-assed bill and uh we're all done with this we fixed it and so this is a a big problem, and the bill has to fix it for in order for us to pass it.
0: Did, did anything in that bill address the areas where people are coming across in large numbers illegally? I mean, not not declaring asylum or anything, simply sneaking into the country. Are you in favor of more wall, more border guards, or both? Yes,
1: yes, and yes. What it did is it gave uh, Secretary Mayorkas more discretion to do it, but uh, everything ultimately was led up to his discretion. And this is a guy the House is impeaching for malfeasance. So the House thinks he hasn't done his job. You know, the impeachment failed, but it was very, very close and may come up again. But this is the the vast majority, 99% of Republicans believe he's not doing his job and that it's actually reaches to the level of impeaching him and the border bill that's gonna pass is gonna give him the discretion uh, to try to do more. So, you know, these are the people tearing down the wall. It says, yeah, you can build some wall in there, but it gives the discretion and there's all kinds of ins and outs and escape hatches for the uh, Biden administration not to do it. You know, they profess they don't want it and they they hate the symbol because it's connected to Trump, you know? So I, I, I didn't see any good coming from this, but we actually think, that the current law says that the president may admit migrant asylums. It doesn't say shall, it says may. So we think the, the president right now has the power from, from the number of one coming in a day, not 5,000, but from one to actually stop the migrant asylum uh, invasion. So, no, I don't think the bill is any good. But to tell you the truth, I'm not for sending the money even with a, even with a border bill on there because it's $120 billion we don't have.
0: Are you in favor of impeaching Mayorkas, or does that just open the can of worms where next time the Democrats have the House, they want to impeach the Secretary of whatever for not doing enough over global warming? It just—I just see that can of worms yeah. opening up.
1: Yeah, I think there is the—I think there is the danger to that, and I—I've said repeatedly that the the Democrats have lowered the bar so far; and they made it so bitter over their derangement over Trump that the impeachments came you know two impeachments even impeachment after he was out of office my prediction is if he were to win in november they'll impeach him before he comes into office you know if they're in charge again so i mean they made it ridiculous and i think there is some of tit for tat in this so i haven't really said whether they should or shouldn't because if they do i have to sit in judgment of that and look at the facts but uh, i think there is a danger of doing this too much and there is a danger that we become like the democrats but People need to remember who started this. You know, it's sort of like a schoolyard fight. doesn't make it any better. Two wrongs mm. don't make a right. But the Democrats did start it by their, uh, you know, outrageous behavior towards Trump.
0: In private conversations with your Republican colleagues, are there those who are genuinely afraid of Trump? Are those Are there those who wish he would go away? Or are those who are very enthusiastic at the chance that he could become president again?
1: You know, I think all of the above. But I would say that uh, some of the media have misreported that he somehow influenced this immigration deal. This immigration deal has been led by House conservatives and Senate conservatives, and we've been talking about this for months. We've all had our doubts. We've all had our criticisms and continue to. He's on our side. But the media reports, oh, the Republicans won't even take a good deal because Trump is so strong and he's made them do this. Uh, There's absolutely no truth to any of that. We've led the whole way on this, and regardless of his opinion, I think we'd all be exactly where we are.
0: Well, I think it's going to end up politically looking exactly like what you say is being misreported. I don't see how Trump can run on this uh, issue Given the kid, the, just the, the cat's completely out of the bag on it.
1: Well, the, the problem is, and this is where we fault our Senate Republican leadership for putting this in this spot. They put forward a bill. They only had one person negotiate it. It was done in secret. You know, if this would have been public, we would have been haranguing the five thousand a day being admitted before there's an emergency. We would have harangued that to death. We ended up defeating it in public in about a week because it was so bad and everybody rallied against the bill. But we should have been doing that during the negotiating steps and saying that was in, in, unacceptable. You know, the Border Patrol Union came out recently and said a better number would be 1,000. I think the better number would be zero based on the previous 700,000 from the last two months. You don't have to get to an emergency when you're already at an emergency. But the bottom line is 5,000 is way too much. That would be 1.8 million accepted a year. The bill also says that there are 45 days a year when you can just take a break from all the rules. If you're exhausted by, you know, controlling the border for 45 days a year, you can just ignore all of the emergency warnings, all of the daily totals. And for 45 days a year, you just don't have to do anything. I mean, it, it is really a bill with so many holes and really ultimately relaxes a standard more than what we think the president currently has. And evidence of that is Trump controlled the border with the same laws that Biden has and Biden hadn't controlled the border.
0: Well, when will something be done? That's the we're still
1: fighting today. We're the, 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 the only way we do this is if we don't let them get on the Ukraine bill. The Democrats and Senator McConnell all believe so strongly in shoveling all this money out the door to other countries that they'll do anything. And so right now we're holding them up. If 41 of us will hold them up, they can't get their money to other countries. So in order for them to get that, if 41 of us will stick together, then we can force on them a good border bill that's still being uh, discussed as we as as, uh, as 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 soon as this morning. It's still being discussed, and the final vote on whether to get on the the Ukraine welfare bill won't happen until about noon today. And that they're either going to make a deal to add border provisions on it, or the vast majority of us will vote against getting on the bill.
0: Well, I don't like shoveling money to other countries either, but I don't like the idea of the United States cutting and running again. We've got this reputation, and it's getting worse and worse all the time, especially when you rally your allies uh, to put money into the game as well. Then all of a sudden you pull the plug on it. I just – we just give them what they want to win and then get out of there.
1: Giving in a country $110 billion, and this isn't exactly cutting and running. They've had $110 billion. They steal a good percentage of it. There's just an announcement this week. They stole $40 million worth of uh, equipment. Uh, Their leading general thinks it's at a stalemate, disagrees with Zelensky. Zelensky just fired him. You know, it's a a complicated world over there. And the thing is, is that ultimately it's going to have to end in some kind of negotiation. And unlimited weaponry for Ukraine actually probably is to the disadvantage of the final outcome for Ukraine. Ukraine's a, a disaster. And it is all Putin's fault. It's all Russia's fault. Russia's Russia's in the wrong here. But I don't think uh, Ukraine can dislodge them. Uh, and I don't think uh, Russia can actually defeat Ukraine. It is essentially at a stalemate. And really, all of the t- talks and all of the discussion over more weapons ought to be in negotiation with trying to get people to a ceasefire.
0: Okay. All right. Clock says we got to run. It's always a pleasure having you. And let's do it again not too far down the road. Senator Rand Paul, thanks again. Thank you. You bet. Hey, my friends at AE Door and Window, number one, sponsor the podcast. And number two, have a spring celebration going on right now. Need a new front or back door? Provia entry doors right now are 20% off during this event. How about a garage door? Clopay, nothing but the best. 15% off right now. Or new windows? Windows from Provia, 25% off, three windows or more. You can't beat that. The spring celebration going on at AE Door, where they sell the best and service the rest. Check them out online, e. com.